What's up, Broncos country, and welcome to another episode of the Orange Weekly Post Game Podcast. The Broncos just lost at home this last weekend to the Raiders, dropping what was considered a huge pivotal game for the Broncos early on in this season, as they now drop 3-3 three and three and are in third place in the AFC West. Uh, only one game behind the Chargers and the Raiders and tied with the Chiefs. Still a lot of time to turn things around, but... Are the problems too big to uh, really get things going in the in the positive direction? And what are those problems? Is it player performance? Is it coaching? Is it all of the above? Well, the crew and I are here to discuss that with you and share our thoughts on the game uh, as this was recorded right after the game. And so a little heated and some uh, a little outdated information with injuries and whatnot. But with that being said, you know, it is a lot of fun to talk about either way. Make sure you hit that share button, follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Give us a review if you don't mind. Those do definitely help us out a lot uh, as we hear from your feedback because this whole show is dedicated towards bringing you the best Broncos content as we possibly can. So that being said, enough of me talking. It's time to get right on into it. Welcome to another episode of the Orange Weekly Post Game Podcast. Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news. What is up, Broncos country, and welcome to another edition of the Orange Weekly post-game podcast. Uh, the Raiders came to town and essentially embarrassed the Broncos, beating them at home uh, 34 By to 24. only 10 points. Uh, we're, we'll talk about that. There's some garbage time uh, touchdowns there. Uh, anyway, we are speaking of, I'm glad you spoke up. We have some special guests today. We don't only have, uh, Ayla who is, uh, you know, I think this first time on the postgame podcast. Why? Uh, Amy sense. Maybe. You're special. Well, you're, you're a special guest to the postgame <laughs> podcast. Uh, but we also have a fan guest in Rob. How you doing, man? Hey, Kev, what's going on? Thank you very right, much you know, for having me in there. Uh, and then, as always, I got John here with me as well. So we got a full crew here to help break down the game. Um, but you know what? Ayla brought up a good point, and I want to kind of just – let's just jump on into it like that. Uh, the score was 34 to 24, only a 10-point differential. Uh, but you got some, you know, fourth-quarter kind of garbage-time touchdowns there. Um, so I guess what is your feeling on the game overall? I mean, do you feel it was a blowout? Do you feel embarrassed by it? Like, I guess, um, big picture, what do you think? Who would you like to start here, Kevin? Any of you. Okay. I'm only really embarrassed because it's the freaking Raiders. <laughs> like, I always hate losing no, to the Raiders. It's an it embarrassment might... all the way around. Everybody. It's, you're going to be like, fire all of them. We suck. I'm, aren't you embarrassed by the last five years of fucking oh, yeah. football? Yeah. Stop it, y'all. Knock it the fuck off. No, it's not it's... like this is anything new within the last the problem, five years. Like, so what? We won preseason in three games against garbage teams. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. we still, I mean, we have all the talent. We just can't gel. We can't <laughs> gel. Ayla, that is the point news. to make. We can't gel. And who do you blame for not gelling, Ayla? You. <laughs> Coaching. Come Period. on, John. Gel better. Rob's got it. Rob's got it. Since you came Coaching. on the team, John, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, the last four years were great? <laughs> Excuse me? Coaching in general <laughs> coaching in general has been a problem since Denver won the Super Bowl. That has been one of our biggest problems. And we've had how many different coaches? I feel like we have the coaching carousel and we have the quarterback carousel. It just never ends. Right. Correct. The, the constant turnover is – a huge negative. Um, well, we just put our best, best coach ever into the yeah. ring of fame. Yes, we and do. And can I just mention this? Because I don't ever think that I've voiced this before. John, you're shaking your head before I even talk. Shut up. You're going to say it regardless. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> I would have gotten Kyle Shanahan yes. to be our coach. I don't care. I wanted Kyle. 
give me Kyle. I wanted Kyle, and we didn't get Kyle. Okay, but two-second diatribe there, because we came off of John, uh, Josh McDaniels, whatever his fucking name is. Yep. Yeah, McDaniels. And Kyle Shanahan was basically looking for the same deal. He wanted full control, and Pat Bolin had had enough of that. So I don't really blame him for that one. He wanted you know personal. What, though, like, do, but like, would you rather carousel it up or like relinquish control well, okay, to a, a coach that could pro- is going to do it and he could take his dad's advice, which is an excellent advice. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Of course, of course, I would take whatever would have happened Kyle. in the last five years. With I would him. have had Kyle. <laughs> All right, fine. You you're correct. You win this one, Ayla. Well, I mean, fact of the matter uh, is <laughs> she's never invited back on the post. No, <laughs> of course like you I are. Control, like, like I have control. You're always welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. Like you know, the Broncos. Um, <laughs> I'm out. I think they have a huge year. You're out. And Ayla's gone. I'm just kidding. You're still here. Um, <laughs> um, with a new owner, with, with a new owner, more you know, more than likely coming, you know, to take over this team here in this next off season. Um, you're looking at this team, and what I so are the Bolins supposed to split it up? Like, is Brittany on the head honcha? Like, because. They've got they've got all the siblings of the Bolin family. Like right. Yeah, and unfortunately none of them are stepping up and doing yeah. what they need to do and succeeding. So what does that tell you? Well, my favorite is the younger brother who's trouble trouble. He's hilarious. Well, I'm sure he's fun. <laughs> we don't really want a hilarious owner though. <laughs> well <laughs> Is that the I one mean, that had the video recording? Is that the one? Oh yeah. Oh, he's oh, yeah. had all the recording. No, I dad, love him. Dad, I love him. Whenever he has his Instagram up, so he like he deletes it all the time, which is my favorite too. It's like <laughs> up and down and up and down. He's like a heart rate monitor, and I love oh, it. Oh God. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing him being the owner of the Broncos. Well, he believes he should be. Everybody be well, rocking all the same shades, all the coaching staff. Yeah. Right. Right. So Kevin, do you have do you know the kind of specific deal, details with the ownership situation right now, like with the the no. chill, the kids and all that stuff? No, so I mean, they kids. haven't released like, anything really. They have and... so many children. This makes problems in life. Right. My understanding. My understanding is essentially it was up to Elway and the two other people on that. On that, Elway uh, never had any say in it. No. Okay. They never what? had say in it. Wasn't he part of the trust that was supposed to figure out the next owner? No. No, he's not on the trust. No, he's not on the trust. It's like, it's it's in the kids. They didn't do a good enough job of putting out a good clause. And now they're either going to have to sell to somebody else or figure it out between the siblings. It's like fighting over, I mean, their dad had a legacy and they just should have like, you know. I can so tell John, down the line. John if I'm wrong, let me know. But I'm 99% sure that Elway. Uh, do some research right now, John. Please. I, I, Google will help us out here. Well, <laughs> good, because I'm not going to. But, but I was born, Elway was on that team that was supposed to figure out who the next owner is going to be of the kids. And then every other, well, and that's not even the problem. That's not like, that's kind of a side note there. The problem is that every other person, like every other one of the kids, had to sign off on yes. the one that was selected. Yes, they all had to agree that this was. So the there's one. no way that's going to freaking happen. No, but the, well, the way that they have lawsuits and all this kind of other infighting, and then the other option was sell the team, and then they all get a portion of the proceeds. Right. Well, that's so, why I mean it was in in court battles for so long. They had an upcoming court hearing, uh, and a couple weeks before the the most recent court hearing, um, they it, it was dropped, and that was an indicator that the children even though this isn't officially said anywhere there's an indicator that the children uh, all agreed that they're going to sell the team oh, man that yeah. is like that is emotionally heartbreaking it is and i oh. think today especially you saw that not just with the broncos losing but ailey you're talking about yeah we saw shanahan out there uh getting inducted to the to the ring of fame and it brings us all back to not only what pat bolin but what shanahan brought 
to the Broncos, and it was that expectation of high performance, you know. Well, and, uh, and, and how we just, cute we just was he with his that. super white hair? Like, well, yeah. I remember when I was in a bar one time, and I was like, that looks like Matt LeBlanc, but with white hair. And I did the same thing to Shanahan. I was like, that looks like Mike Shanahan, but with white hair. And and I was like, it is it Mike is. Shanahan, but yep. with white hair. He's He's gone, not just gray, but white hair. Yep. It's white. It's white. He's, Are you feeling, though, that, so Are you feeling the snow leopard look from Shanahan? I love it. Oh my god, oh my silver god, fox do. for every everybody should go fucking gray. If you are a man yeah. and you have I a gray, that's beyond, that's gray beyond beyond silver fox. Uh, can I just say, Tom Brady, stop coloring your hair. You are going to be <laughs> you are hot, and you will be so hot with gray hair. No, so uh, you know we've talked about how the Broncos not having an owner has been uh, killing us, right? But I yeah. think what you're seeing here, especially this year. Um, we see a team that is so talented. Uh, we've, we've tried to, we brought back some people. I mean, we signed Justin Simmons. Um, this was like, you know, a big year for Fangio. And we thought, Hey, this is like, you know, you got Teddy Bridgewater. You're not having to deal with the, the lock thing anymore. Um, but there's no, there's no one holding this team accountable. There's we, we've the Broncos as an organization have lost completely that sense of, um, you know, the, the winning culture, you know, the fans still feel it. The fans know that, you know, and, and hold the team accountable, but within the front office, it's gone. What Pat Bolin had and what Shanahan had have been gone. And essentially, yeah, since the Super Bowl, um, it, it's just not there. And okay. And, but can we all acknowledge that? Like we lucked out with Peyton oh, yeah. Frankenstein, oh, man, yeah. like, he was a coach and a quarterback yes. in one. That is, he's he's a Russell Wilson. He's he's something that you know. I hate to even bring his name up again because it just did Silver Fox. Uh, hopefully, I mean Tom Brady. He is right. somebody who yeah. can run the team as a coach and a player. That's super rare. Yep. These yep. quarterbacks have to be elite to do that. And, and if they're not going to be elite, they need a strong coaching staff that can then lead them. Well, and I think, and I hate it because as much as I like Fangio over what we've had and, yeah. you know, I mean, Vance Joseph sucked in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty but, Yeah, but I mean, but you gotta remember Fangio, Fangio was defensive based, is defensive based, which is fine, but our defense still isn't pulling the weight. Not even close. And yeah. not even close yeah. for what where we are with the talent that we have. Yeah. But can he ever do it on an offensive scale? I don't know. It doesn't look like it yet. Mm-mm. And and I'm like the ultimate believer in just like it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. But is it gonna happen? Like how many times, how many pedicures can I get? Right. How many outfits can I wear? Try how to dress it up and make it look do- new. No, and put this pig in his sheepskin. I don't mm-hmm. know the saying for it, but gosh darn it. I am trying my hardest every week with all my juju. Mm-hmm. I cook my bacon every morning. I yep. do all of it and you're still not <laughs> winning. Gosh it's darn like taking it. a rust bucket car. Sanding it down and putting a vinyl over it and saying it's brand new. Right. Just because you got a, you got different players wearing different numbers, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that we have sucked for a while. But we but and... but we have the talent. Yeah. It's not that we're it's not that we suck. Like these guys are fucking talented. No, agreed. We have the talent, but they're not performing on the field. And so yeah, they are sucking. You know, uh, when you look at the scoreboard and you look at the record, and you look at a three game home loss or a three game loss. Um, and you, now it's like, well, those three games that we did win, uh, crap like that, you know, like a win's oh, a win. Zero oh, crap. Just, just right. Kev. That. Oh crap. But You're right. I'm just saying crap. here we are. Like you have the talent, but it's not putting out it on the field at all. Uh, and for all the times that we've talked about how great, uh, defensive-minded coach uh, Fangio and this, is. And this defense. Not, they are not performing. I mean, Darby pulled a fuller this week at least once. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is the D. 
This well, it's, we it's not showing on the field. We just let a essentially head coachless Raiders team come to town and put 34 points on the board in our and home. And can I they just can I mention can I mention that his face looks like an 80-year-old bush? Like <laughs> what is that? Whose face? Finger? No, no, the, the Raiders know, special what, teams coach. That's who beat us. We got beat in. by a special got, teams coach. Yep. And it's like silver fox on a weird bush, bush thing. I, I had to look up his name because well, like, while we're on the topic, just, just to get this out of the way, while we're on the topic of Raiders coaching staff, can we talk about the fact that John Gruden's son is still on the team, which is I don't have a problem with that, but his name is Deuce. His name is Deuce Gruden. This is something that we should have discussed before. How did Deuce. I not know that? I put brought it up in the chat, but it got very that. overlooked very quickly. Uh, Deuce Gruden <laughs> is the name. How do you name your son Deuce Gruden? And how do you not expect emails to come out about you when you're naming your kid Deuce Gruden? Yeah. Imagine that kid's child. a red flag right there. Deuce. We're so Deuce. lucky I didn't have a girl because she would have been Deuce Ayla. <laughs> Deuce Ayla? A girl's name? No. no. Ayla, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Ayla Deuce. So, oh, okay, speaking of the game specifically here. So what a name. What a name. Ayla Deuce. I'm not good news. We just call her AD. She'd be like, I'm AD, what up? Let's, let's start with the not kidding. little bit he's of Jack. So I guess he's a bunch of people game. that make fun of his name. Segway. This way I'm never on this show. No, you're good. This is fun. This is this is what we need after this no, game. No, we need, we need um, uh, The anything. Broncos were able on offense to get – a touchdown on their first drive. Yes. So, so Did all really, of you fucking do backflip? I literally backflipped. Yeah. I thought we had a chance. Wild. I did backflip. And we talked about it on the pregame show. We're like, we're going to break this record today. Yeah. Well, Me, John, and Jared were like, this is it. Me and Jared have been talking about it for like four episodes in a row. Yep. No, John, we've been talking about it for like a year. We've been talking about it for a year in four episodes. So catch up, buddy. Catch up, buddy. But every week we say this is going to be our week. We're going to break it this week. We're going to do it. And we did it. Finally right. We did it. There's a positive. There's a positive. After that touchdown, things got bad so yeah rob i want to get your take um you know what what did you see from the game i guess overall what what stood out to all you, four of your monitors <laughs> i'll tell you what um there there's no other team that i hate worse uh you know with denver losing to i would rather lose to the patriots than the raiders right but i you know kevin to your point it just didn't look like they were playing with any kind of you know it's pep in their step, heart, whatever you want to call it. Um, urgency. It maybe? was just, yeah, urgency. It was just, you know, we're just going through the motions. You know, we had a we had a, a few key drops by Cortland Sutton of all people, um, and Noah Fant. Um, you know, and then you've got Vic Fangio using timeout or using challenges on things that you shouldn't even be challenging on. Like, yeah. he 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 went from okay, I'm going to use my timeouts to I'm just going to give them away. Right. Well, you can't misuse your timeouts if you don't have any. Exactly. That's exactly. true. And There's that positive. And he was one for three. <laughs> but. Okay. Sorry. I mean, the, the, the one point. that he got was pretty good. Like, thank you for challenging that one. Because. <laughs> to, to does he not have like a, a, a mic to the, to the upper office? Like. Yeah. Whoever thought, told I thought they were supposed plays. to like tell him. Up above, what's yeah. happening? Well, and, they, and and Ayla, they've been doing a good job of that this season, ish. No, pretty good job with challenges at least. And yeah. and then they today, it, I think it comes down to desperation. They're just like, please, for the love of God, somehow this be challengeable and and be good. But I mean, before he threw the challenge flag, they threw the replay because I thought there was a chance on that touchdown pass or. Yeah, the one to pack. I thought there was a chance. I thought there, I was, thought a there was a chance. I really took, did. But because there was a one... bubble and there was like it did, we didn't we couldn't quite see it. I couldn't quite see it. it the, the replay no. and the wrap it up, like no. it, no. it could have no. just not no. been there. No, no, I no. was with that. I one replay, it took one replay to realize that that was not going to be overturned. 
Yeah. And okay, two, the two for me, but I was also seeing out of one eye each time. So I understand, <laughs> but you weren't the coach of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I was screaming at my TV. I'm you- not. <laughs> yeah, I know that might be news. <laughs> Any of us could have been the coach of the Denver Broncos today. Right. Dang uh, it. Said, no, I'm not the right one. That's it, Chad. You might have been talking about the rugs one because there was a bottle in that one, if that's what you're talking about. That one, there might have been, but again, it takes one replay to realize that's not going to be overturned. No, and it did. And it was like, it it was almost a bobble diggy And then, but we did get the one over. So he did it. And then their, their, their weird vagina coach, you know, (laughs) he did his. He's like, I gotta throw this red flag, and they didn't get it. So yeah, he wanted to one up Fang or try and catch up to Fangio with bad yeah. challenges. I was he like, got don't one up us, don't one up us on bad challenges, bro. Yeah. We got Dude, you. Like you're already gonna win. Like, don't yeah, we're not gonna, you're not gonna beat face. us on bad challenges today. How don't make me roast you can beat you. us in the game. You can beat us with your quarterback. You can beat us with your running game. You can beat us with everything, but not with challenges. Except your we facial will beat you with hair. bad challenges. Except, Except your, facial your facial hair. hair. And I don't know. Oh. Can't piss me off. The <laughs> me too. I, I don't know, guys. Like the I mean, what do you say? Didn't There's... do anything. Um, no, we, we can't, got beat we can't over and over like... again, and it gave our offense. I mean, if if we were going to give our offense a chance, first off, just looking at the defense alone, they couldn't get anything going. No, they couldn't. They absolutely couldn't. You know, they the defense wasn't rushing. Uh, okay, but they and- but they did they did differently. They weren't so predictable. It's everybody can agree on that. They they were more diverse than they have been in the last two weeks. Okay, we will give them and- that. Did they gave Teddy yet- some arm? They they gave him some throws, which he made. Yeah. Yeah, they were way more diverse than they've been in the last two weeks. You guys can't, you guys can't say that they weren't. I agree. And we tried. I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't run, run, pass, run, run, pass. You know, exactly. It wasn't run, run, pass. It wasn't run, run, pass. And in the third, let's. And we got some first downs. We did. We did. First drive. We got. We got some. Which we were. uh, Which we haven't done in a while. So, like, let's give a little bit of credit where credits due. Which in the past few weeks hasn't happened. Right. You are correct. We're looking at our defense here, and the defense allowed Derek Carr to throw for 340 yards. Well, and Derek Carr has beautiful eyeliner. Oh, God, don't say that. That's gross. <laughs> Out of everything you said tonight, Ayla, that's probably the most gross thing you've said. Uh, wow, well, no. Well, it does make me not. happy to think that Derek Carr wears eyeliner. We haven't even it, brought out the know. unicorn yet. Yeah, Kev. we haven't got to the unicorn. <laughs> I'm not going to ask about your unicorn. Yeah. Um so, no, but seriously, but but was it not more diverse on play calling? Yes. Did they was. not do a better job than they have they in the last few weeks? They did. Yeah, nine receptions. He was we, targeted and, well and throughout we, the game. And we brought in Hinton, who's been you know this weird like out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> you know, thank you. Yeah, our, our COVID quarterback. Let's just mm-hmm. dub him COVID quarterback. Which pisses me off, by the way, because they always talk about him. Oh, he's a quarterback turned wide receiver. No, he was on a no, party. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. No. He's a wide receiver turned quarterback. For yeah, no, no. I think that. Yeah. wide receiver. Absolutely. You're right, John. Yep. <laughs> but, like, he's come out of nowhere, and he's done a little something. Uh, it, you know, Tim Patrick worked as Patrick Magic. Uh, he, yeah. That guy is fucking money. Yeah. And he did his thing, and right. we weren't as predictable as right. we usually are. So I think that was a win. We got everything we asked for on offense, as far as Tim Patrick got going, no fan got going, uh, no fan got going, almost got going. Hinton was going. They, they all got going as far from the stat line. It's the turnovers that killed us on offense. Yep, which Four we haven't done before. This was our first game with turnovers. Yeah, and we lost this the game. Was it. Yeah, we had three interceptions, 
We yeah. had drops, uh, fingertip drops from surefire catchers like. And Portland we had Sutton never had an interception before until fucking Drew Locke when I was in town. Right. I mean, we hadn't had that happen before. Yeah. Right. So it was a bad game from the interception standpoint, but so of you course, can look at this and say, look, the Broncos could put up 24 points. You're never going to win if you give the other team the ball. Well, yeah. you're not going to win if you allow the other team to put up 34 points. Like, <laughs> And you don't get more, the ball more back often or not, you're not going to win. What was that? I said, and you don't get the ball back towards the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so much easier to coach when you're up by two scores and like you just have to run out of the clock at that point. Like, yes, you have to string some plays together, but there's a lot less pressure on you. Um, the, I'm so sick of the defense just giving up big plays, touchdowns to start out games. They've become the opposite of our offense uh, at the beginning of the games this season. I don't, I do not understand why we allow right. these. Right, big, like big... what? And and we really had high hopes for them. <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we're, we're saying like this, this like that's the end of the season, and we're like one game behind in the division. But it's like, are you going to turn it around? And well, here's the thing. I mean, I don't think we. Uh, this is a trend thing now. Yeah. You know, I can't see the way this defense is playing. And look, any given Sunday, okay. And this is way out there, I know. But the way the defense has been playing the last three weeks, one, I don't see us winning on Thursday night on the road against a Cleveland team that is really pissed off. They just got embarrassed at home. Yeah. I can't see us beating the Chargers twice. I can't see us beating the, the Chiefs. I can't see us beating um, the Raiders again on the road. Uh, man, the toss-up toss up games of the Eagles and uh, Washington, those anymore, I'm like, I don't even know if we can win those. Um, All right. This defense is just falling apart. And I'm not trying to be like, like too negative Nelly. I'm just saying these are well, you're I, like a mashup defense. of you and your brother right now. This, like, I'm just saying you're this like defense you're, is Kev, you're Kev J. You're Kev J. I'm Kev J. No, you're Kev J. I'm not Kev Dan. I'm Kev J. Yeah, you can't you guys, deny you that this defense is getting picked like, apart. Whose okay. cat is that? <laughs> That's my three year old, and he's mad because <laughs> he didn't take a nap today. I didn't take a nap today, and I wish I had. <laughs> and he's he's also mad that Denver got their ass kicked, embarrassed yeah. at home. Yes, I. It wasn't that embarrassed. It's just embarrassing. It was embarrassing. We were down what thirty four to Raiders. We never ever should lose to the Raiders ever. Okay, well, I have actually been at the no, no. We had just switched stadiums. They were both standing at that time. I don't oh, okay. know if you guys have been alive that long to remember uh, that. Yeah, I have been. Um, but <laughs> Invesco <laughs> and Mile High were standing at the same time at mm-hmm. one point in time, and uh, I was at a Raiders game. We lost. I fought with my boyfriend. I was with my parents. So, okay. so it's been so, more embarrassing. I was 17, but it's been more embarrassing. All right. It was a whole Fair 10 enough. years ago. The scoreline does not look that bad, if I was to say the Broncos. It doesn't. And that's all people are going to see. Nobody is. Ayla, Ayla, let me ask you this. What point did you feel like the Broncos were out of this game? After the second half, I felt that halftime we game still over? had our shit together. Sure. And when when I saw them get over 20 points, I was really pissed off. And I Agreed. did my second tequila shot and Fair. I took off my hat because I was getting a migraine. Fair. Fair enough. When we were I I had very slim hope, as the Broncos usually do a good job of giving you a lot more hope. But we were down by two touchdowns with like 10 minutes left oh, in the game. It's like, okay, there's a possibility it could happen. They right. go down and get field goal. It's like, best case scenario, we lose by 10 points, basically. And that's what happened. Right. And, you know. No, and I saw it even when we were down by two scores at the very end, I still was like, okay, we could get two touchdowns. Yeah, of course, I there's always going to be a part of me that says that. Well, right. uh, my ho- my soul will always tell me that. Like, yeah. I'm never going to just be like, we are done. Right. Well, That's why I, I never turn sometimes. off the game. But like, That's why I don't leave the stadium early. Right. You, no, right. you, you never shouldn't. And nobody should leave. And those fans. Right. 
Yeah. Sorry, you bought a ticket. Stay. Yeah. Encourage stay. those guys. They are there for you. Yes, yeah. they're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, but it's for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, sure. They get to play. They're playing squid games for you. Right. There you go. Someone needs to wake up in this organization and get shit going in the right direction. And no one's the new owner. Yeah. Is going to look at this. I don't know. Maybe we don't expect that until we do get an actual owner. Exactly. Not a trust who is the ownership. So, I mean, you got a lame duck, you know, um, in. And okay. So I I took a, I took a random poll while asking people what's happening. Like, why are the Broncos, what's happening? And a lot, I've had a few people talking about. Justin Simmons, yeah, just being beaten coverage out of you know sheer speed. Mm-hmm. Is that really a thing? Because I think he's a, I think he's a workhorse. I just don't think that people throw towards him because he's such a good player. But is that a real thing? Am I mistaken? Like, is he just being beat out right now and we we paid him and he's he's there and do guys give up after they get paid like is this a real issue because i've always been an advocate i mean i think he is super legit i think he is amazing we wouldn't have paid him if he's not legit i we we wouldn't have paid him but right but like is is that a thing like I just don't think he's been targeted that much because they know if they throw it that way, your guy is going to get fucking beat. Or yeah, is but you he also have to beat? look at you also have to look at his position. He's like the last line of defense. You know, if the players are, are getting past the defensive line, the linebackers, the cornerbacks, and being wide open, he's only one person. You know that uh, that comes down to coaching. Yeah. Coaching and scheming and play call. Like, if you're the safety, you should never be beaten over the top if the correct play call is there. Uh, and if you're – like, it should be a two two people on the same guy in that situation. And on those – oh, my God. It's just uh, – it goes back to play call in my, in my – Yeah. From what I've seen, it just looks like bad play call. So, last, the, last line of defense, bad play calling – yeah, I mean, talented, like, but you know, I mean, but he hasn't, he hasn't had outstanding plays this year. Yeah, that. Or to, I think to, more specifically, the last three weeks. Um, first three weeks, I mean, all of our losses. Fine. But the last three weeks, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there have been a number of touchdowns where the person was in his zone or near his zone and. You know, um, he just wasn't able to do anything. Um, and they either got past him, got the touchdown or whatever. And I don't think it's a, uh, hey, I got paid, so now I don't care anymore. Um, we wouldn't have paid him yeah. if he's not legit. And he is legit. So we he's paid him. super legit. I mean. But, so, okay, then the question becomes, where's the problem? The problem, I think, is coaching, play calling, getting out coached. Other teams are looking at what Fangio does and understanding what he does, and out coaching him for it. And and you got to remember, talk about being out coached by a a special teams coordinator and a guy that has never called plays for at least for this season for the Raiders. Like, how do you get out coached by that? Last week, uh, Teddy Bridgewater in the the post game press conference said, "We need to play with." a bigger sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. That wasn't there this week. There, there yeah. was no urgency. Yeah. Even when we're we just were talking by 17, it. there was no hurry up offense. Uh, there was, there was no like, let, let's get going. Like nobody's doing anything about this. And so it just makes me look more and more to the coaching staff and say, Hey, are you the ones that are done? Because clearly there's no direction being given to these players. You're getting out coached every week. Things are going downhill. And nothing's changing for it. Okay, so, uh, you know, we didn't run, you know, uh, against Baltimore. Uh, Shermer gets called out for it, so we run the ball more uh, against the Steelers, but we didn't throw the ball to Noah Fant. So now here we are, and we uh, ran the ball 23 times and passed Noah Fant a, a good bit. But overall, the coaching, it's like the – especially on offense, when you're down by 17, 
you don't spend 30 seconds in the huddle and then casually walk up to the line. Where is that sense of urgency? Where is that drive coming from? Because it is clearly just not there. So where are we going to get it from? And Kevin, I'm glad you brought that up because when our tight end has the most receiving yards on the team, like that, that's a problem. You know, uh, you had Cortland Sutton that was only behind by, by a few yards, right? but you know, Tim Patrick, you know, that's it. That's basically our receiving core. After that, we've got Kendall Hilton, Hilton, Hinton. Mm -hmm. And you know, he, he had 37 yards. Yep. So, you know, it's just, it, it boggles my mind that, that the play calling is just, it's just not there. The heart just isn't there. And, you know, I mean, how do you, how do you fix that? How do you fix that at week seven, you know, going on a short week to play the Browns? How do you fix that by then? I, I think, Something has to change over the bye week. It's got to. Any week is a great week for change. No, agreed. I agree with that. Because well, it's not going to make it like I understand the uh, the argument that okay, it's a short week, so like it's it's too short of a week. But we're not expecting anything week one after a big change. I mean, again, it worked for the Raiders this week. Um, That's they just happen to be going against us. Uh, but like, it just just adds to the preparation and the momentum and anything that happens afterwards. So I, I still think nothing's going to happen before this Browns game, but I have zero faith that I, I worst case scenario. You could say that the Browns are an average team, which again, I don't think we'd be an average team right now. I think the Raiders were an average. I think the Raiders were below average team and we lost them um, after what happened this week, especially with them. I mean, you can make the argument the other way before this week, but after this week, like they're reeling and we made them look like, you know, oh, they look like the story right now is that the Raiders just overcome came this huge obstacle. And they're so good now because like, look at them. They're amazing. But really, the Broncos just did the same thing they did the last two weeks and made the Raiders look better than than I think they should be. Than they are. Yeah. Really quickly, so, you know, we are in a new week here. Yeah, so, you know, if you're hungry for a, a big win this week, DraftKings Sportsbook uh, has you covered. Uh, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's a huge, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's really that simple. Uh, Sportsbook available isn't in your state, uh, isn't in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Everyone can play for huge cash, pr uh, cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contest. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So here's what we need you to do to get in on this awesome offer. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN and bet just $5 on any NFL win or NFL team to win their game. And if they do win, you'll get $200 in free bets. Uh, again, that's if they win, you win with that promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And again, of course, you must be 21 years or older and be in a state that supports uh, supports sports betting. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, uh, and uh, only one per customer. Restrictions apply. If you have a gambling problem or know somebody who does, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, okay, so... Jared, near the I mean, Kevin... Kevin, I think I have a, a drinking problem because I just called you Jared for the second That's time. Fair. <laughs> also, I think I have a gambling problem because I'm pretty sure Javante Williams killed me on both of my bets for him today. With <sighs> That's okay. But Ragers, I think, went 50-50 this week. That's fair. That's not bad. Uh, Broncos will turn around. Um, okay, here's Broncos. So I do want to – The Broncos will yeah, – they'll turn around. Don't worry about it. We'll, just we'll, move on. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping. Um, so there is one uh, constant uh, comment in the chat that keeps popping up that we haven't really addressed yet, and that is we the haven't seen line. any. I know. Well, and and how and, and so we do. Uh, this this viewer makes a good point of you know we weren't in a hurry up offense because uh, you know our offensive line was being beat all day. And you know what? That's a very that's a very valid point. Um, but that's where it comes down to you know what's going on with this offensive line. Uh, this is multiple weeks in a row now where we're just getting beat. Uh, what Bridgewater got sacked five times, uh, and he was hit 10 times. He was hurried more than that. Uh, I mean, this offensive line was letting everybody through that wanted to get through. And so that was definitely a big, 
big pain point for this offense. Kevin, let's face it. Our offensive line is worse than, you know, holes in a ship. It's, it's, it's absolutely just atrocious. And, and I hate to be, I hate to be a dead horse, but it, it comes from the coaching and, you know, and that's just, is a common theme that just keeps coming up with whatever position group that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Sure. If, if Jason's watching this, he's going to have an aneurysm if he hasn't already, but um, play calling. Well, he'll, comes- he'll talk about it tomorrow. Nobody will hear that's it. Not, so. and that's all right. <laughs> I'll hear it, but uh, I roast. I roasted you, Jake. Gotcha, gotcha, Jason. <laughs> but but you're right, Rob. Like it does come down to like if your offensive line has been struggling, and the Raiders are one of the top teams in the NFL in sending the pass rush. You should expect a lot of blitzing and a lot of pressure on your quarterback. So freaking bring the the play calling that's gonna uh, you know counteract that. Bring bring the screens. Bring the Quick short passes, bring the 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 slant passes, but we didn't see that today. We just saw the same offense. Hike it to Teddy, two, 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 uh, two or three uh, step drop back and pass. And it was just, yeah, he had pressure on almost every single play. Like I, I can't think of a single play where he had time to think about it. And honestly, if he did, he probably still felt the pressure from the previous play. It was just is bad. They, they gotta get that squared up and and I don't blame Munchak, blame, I, I don't, I don't know. Who but you again, that. I don't know how much you can blame Munchak. He's not the one calling the offensive plays. Right. So no, you're saying he's not, he's not, he's not calling, but off the offensive line and we're not. It's true. That's true. No, but but they, when your offensive line is allowing that much pressure, you got to blame the offensive line coach. To some degree. Yeah. To some degree. Yes. Which you know, got they weren't, they weren't blocking like they, like they should have been, you know, they were, you know, chipping people and then just letting them run right by. Yep. Okay, so really quickly, I do want to remind everyone of all the content we have here at Orange Weekly. You know, every Monday night we do have the Orange Weekly After Dark show that starts right after uh, the Monday night football. Tuesday night we got Bourbon Broncos, no BS, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, also, pr- uh, on game day, we have the pregame show, Tailgate Talk. It starts about one hour before kickoff, and then the halftime hash show as well, which, as it sounds like, starts at halftime uh, because we all know we don't want to listen to the announcers on TV. It's more interesting to talk to each other and uh, share some thoughts and opinions on what happened in the first half of the game. Also, don't forget about the pregame uh, podcast as well as this one right here that you're listening to, the postgame podcast. The postgame podcast we do live on YouTube. YouTube only as well. Um, so you guys can watch out for that. When that link is posted, you can always just go back and, and rewatch this on YouTube if you want to watch us do it versus listen to it. But uh, either way, you know, when we do uh, the live shows, we're very interactive with the uh, the viewers. Uh, and then when we record uh, and do this post-game podcast on YouTube, we, sh- we save some of the comments and everything that we get until the end of the show. Uh, just so we can, uh, you know, save those as some final talking points and whatnot. But uh, so, yeah, once again, just don't forget about all the content that we have here at Orange Weekly for you all uh, as the Broncos continue moving on to week seven uh, this next Thursday night. So Drake here. Good, uh, good question. Um, If we lose the next two weeks and Fangio gets canned, who would you rather pursue, uh, Brian uh, Dable or Kellen Moore? What I'm going to say to that is if we lose in the, the next two games, we're not canning Fangio. I, I don't see we have, you know, uh, Joe Ellis is a lame duck. John Elway, in a sense, is kind of a lame duck. We're waiting for a, an owner to come in and make decisions. And so for that, I don't see us firing any coach uh, other than maybe um, uh, Shermer uh, throughout the season. Fangio is not going anywhere. Who are you going to promote? I don't want to promote Shermer. Big man. The way the offensive line is playing, I don't want to promote Munchak. Like Ed Donatello. I'm not man, him. don't even get me started on so, McMahon. Yeah. And no, no, we're not even talking. We're not even talking about it. It worked for the Raiders. Yeah. This <laughs> God damn it, John. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> pretty much like here's here's where we're at, you know. This um this coaching staff is gonna stay in place. If we go on a four or five, whatever game losing streak, knock on wood that we don't, it's pretty much sure, certain that this coaching staff's gone at the end of the season so 
that's what we're going to sit at is we're going to, we're going to look at this coaching staff. We're going to see, can they turn it around? Like Ayla has been talking about, have faith that they they'll turn it around. Um, but if okay, you but no, and exactly like that. So they're gone. Let's just go worst case scenario. Okay. They're fucking gone. They're all gone. Who, where are they? Right. Are they're there not... really other great NFL coaches? Step the fuck up. Who's going to coach it? Who's mm-hmm. going to believe in them? Are they get? Are these guys going to even listen to them? So then we're on a carousel of fucking coaches, which we get already are with quarterbacks. Like, who? Mm-hmm. Do we not just stick well, with it and find a way to make it fucking happen? Who? Who? Go I ahead. Yeah, give, me, give me a list of names because I don't. Maybe I'm not knowledgeable enough. But like everybody's, these elite coaches are few and far between. Yeah, few and far between. They they are just sure. as dis- indispensable as an amazing quarterback. Give me an elite coach, and give me an elite quarterback. Coach right now, we're looking for someone that can play out the season and make us competitive in games. Okay, who? who? Yeah, there's. I don't care, Munchak. He coached before. He's been the head coach of the Titans before. They were competitive in some games. I guarantee that. Kevin, they back weren't, to what they you were weren't anywhere before. in like noticeable years that's going to be like. When have, oh, we, yeah, been, when have we been under Fangio? When have we have been under anybody except for fucking Peyton Manning and exactly. Shanahan? We haven't done shit since mm-hmm. we won our fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Again, okay, so this comes back to the question. Do you just write it out and say we're going to be a bottom tier team? No, or do we're you try not and do bottom tier. And we're not the bottom tier. They're we We look bottom tier. tier. We've just lost okay. the Raiders who don't have a fucking head coach and they just had their off- their special teams coach beat us. 100%. Their offensive coordinator did not play call plays for the okay, first five they, weeks they of the fucking play, season. They way outplayed us during the Yes, 100%. Last- they outplayed us a team that has their whole team together, their whole coaching staff together. How are they you not embarrassed they, by this loss today? I'm not that embarrassed because they were playing better and than he, us before their coach got canned for being a shitty fucking person. They did. Drake, the what, is, what have you done? <laughs> the problem is, is we lost to the Raiders. That is the one team that you shouldn't have to get hyped up to play. Hey, well, I love you. Know you it's a but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You're wrong. Look, no. here's here's what's going to happen. And I would, if if I was Ray, I might I would be talk in a Ray, green shirt, but I'm not I, wrong. I want to know what the the odds are on this, but I would put money on it. No coaching staff gets fired except for maybe Shermer. At the bye week, nobody's Maybe. getting fired. Forget the playoffs. I'm just saying, if if we're not at least nine and eight by the end of the season, this coaching staff is gone under a new owner. We're gonna uh, go around the horn here and get some closing thoughts here. Uh, I like the. Uh, it felt like we were on. I don't know some cable 24 hour news segment here for a second. Our, was, our whole division is so fucking split right now. Yeah. It's so uh, we are okay. Chargers. Four and two. Raiders, four and two. Broncos, three and three. Chiefs, Chiefs, three and three. We have so many games to play. Knock it the fuck off. Talk to me in 10 more games. Okay. Let's go around the horn and get some closing thoughts. Let's go Just, around the horn and get that. This is, this is a bad day for everyone. Uh, it comes down to uh, the Broncos have the talent, but they're not performing that way. And we're you know what? That's exactly time. it, Kevin. We're going to take it one week at a time. Hey, hey, Ayla, what are some of your closing thoughts? I'll give you a, a little bit. I here. don't have any closing thoughts. Okay. Just kidding. Rob. <laughs> we have all the talent. We, ha- we have all the talent. We do. Yeah. And we just need to step it the F up. I agree with Ayla. We have all the talent, but no freaking leadership. Yeah. We have zero leadership on this team right now. It's like my swim team. Well, your, oh, how did your swim team do? Well, I quit. There you go. Now we're going to have players quitting. Well, and I was. <laughs> that was next. I know. I, we're not gonna, I wasn't getting paid millions of dollars either. That's true. That is true. You don't get paid millions of dollars this month, which would be awesome if you did. Because 
I would come then to I, your place. Then I wouldn't. Then I wouldn't. I, say, I, I know that girl. Then I, then I wouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, I, my my thoughts were this was the worst case scenario, and what I said this if this happened, this is the the beginning of the end for this coaching staff. Uh, you know, you had two bad weeks. Okay, you can get through that. But a terrible game against the Raiders, which I, I, I hear what you're saying, Ayla, with the scoreboard, but it was not a close game. It was not a close game at all. Uh, we were out of this game from the, I, I don't know, the middle of the third quarter, at least. But we weren't out of it at that point. No. We weren't out of it. We're on the same, the same page. Thing. I know. I know we're screaming the same thing. <laughs> the same thing, but different messages. Look, I agree with you guys. We have the talent, but they're not playing with any heart. We have too many damn injuries. And let's face it, our coaching staff doesn't know uh, their playbook from a hole in the ground. So, you. you know, we, we can't nuke everything right now and start over. That's not going to happen. Right. We might have one coach fired. We might have two coaches fired. For me, I think you've all said I'm not going to really – Repeat anything. Um, look, uh, we got the the Browns on the road Thursday night football. Uh, hopefully some of these injuries that happen today aren't, you know, too serious and these guys can get back on the field for Thursday since they have a few days less than if they That'd had you know, a regular Sunday game. And uh, um, let's just try to get through this game and um, let's get some fire in this team. Like this, this team needs to get some fire. They need to find some leadership uh, and they need to get that sense of urgency that, Teddy was talking about after uh, the, the Steelers game. So uh, they can do it. They have the talent. You're all right. Um, and this is their, you know, this is another chance for them to actually go out there and show it. So, um, but I'd appreciate all of you, uh, you know, Rob, Ayla and John. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun Thanks. podcast. Thanks. For, um, thanks for letting me on here, you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Ayla, because our last two um, post-game podcasts have been really just downers. So at least we had some entertainment today. We weren't just negative the entire time. We had some good discussion, good dialogue, good uh, debates going on. So it was much more we, lively we, than the last two shows. And Rob was we here. Gelled. We gelled. We gelled nicely. greatly. We did. We all came we a little gelled. closer We had today. a lot of camaraderie. We all we all came a little closer today. How many drinks are we going to need to forget about this loss? Uh, yeah, Not that many because we got a game we'll on Thursday. You know. We'll let you know on Tuesday night where when we're we back. Gonna, where are we um, going to watch the game on Thursday? We'll find what? out. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. Let's go ahead and end it as we always do on these shows and podcasts. Uh, go, go Broncos. 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 Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care, and we'll talk. We'll catch you later. Orange Weekly: Fans, Brews, and Broncos news.